I love how Eric always he's always pouring a glass of wine or something right before always you know, as we start the podcast. I Dude, by it. the end of the podcast, I'm nice and toasty. Let this oh, is gluten free. It's gonna change your life. What is this? Oh button? my god, she giving you a cookie right now? Damn, a gluten free cookie. Holy shit, this looks like a ne- uh, a thing. It looks like a thing. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like uh, I'm I'm really pissed because I finished my I don't know if you saw this or if I showed you this I, actually Eric I think you had some with me they came out with a predator themed whiskey it's like Dutch whiskey yeah dope dude it was it was really good too it was yeah well Eric I'm pretty sure we had it together <clears throat> maybe you did too Evan I don't remember usually but when I drink I don't remember I had yeah, I like saved it for when <laughs> friends came over I remember having. Uh, some whiskey. We we had. I know we had the Game of Thrones one. Yeah, that one was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh remember the no, Predator one though. Zabita, uh, yeah. we drank that the night that we tried to watch Prisoners, and I fell asleep. Did we? <laughs> yeah, I think that's when we drank that. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember shit. I don't remember shit. But, Apparently, uh, I just I um. I read somewhere that they're going to make another Predator movie. Some director is signed on to do a Predator movie or some really? shit. Yeah. I actually There's rewatched so uh, Predators. I rewatched Predators, uh, you know, the Adrian Brody movie. A Absolutely. Few, a f- uh, like a f- maybe a couple months ago, not even that long ago. You know, it is way better than I remember. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, when it came out, it's like, this movie's, like, not that good. But Dude. Honestly, it actually is really good. So. I, well, I still don't think Adrian Brody's a good, like, no. action star, but it, it was much better than I remember. No, he is too, like, yeah, we gotta go get high ground. Yeah, like, oh, like, like terrible. Way wow. too raspy for a scrawny guy. You know what like I mean? Like, trying to be Batman or something? Yeah, like, where are the other drugs going? Like,. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but dude, uh, so that's kind of a movie. How, like, when did that movie come out? Predators was that 2014? No, I think it was earlier, like 2010. Like it was pretty early. I want to say it was 12. Because there was, was 2010. 12? No, it's oh, a You're right. Nice. Yeah. Come on, you, you nice, can't, dude. You can't. You can't. <laughs> so <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um. This movie is is just like another movie that I kind of watched in passing on Friday. Uh, and I have to like re-watch it, but it was a movie called The Sweeney. Okay. And um, the... Oh, that's right. You sent us a text about it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm at this cigar event um, and this guy has it on in, you know, in the place. And I'm kind of like watching it in passing and staring at the tv and then i'm like watching it for maybe five minutes and every actor that comes up on screen is like a well-known person today and i'm trying to find because it's it's based off of a tv show i saw one image and i thought i saw ray winstone i don't know if that's um you might be correct yeah ray winstone okay uh Haley atwell who plays agent carter Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, the What If series starts yeah, this week. This week, does Damian it really? Damian Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts on the eleventh. Damian uh, Lewis, who's who was in Billions. Billions. He was in Band of Brothers. Um, damn, Ed Screen or Screen. Oh yeah, the, he someone's they're trying to make him. I feel like they were trying to make him famous a few years ago. Like yep. he. He had a, a role in Game of Thrones. He decided to quit that role so he could, like, get into movies. You know, not a bad... Not a crazy thing. Not a bad call. But uh, he's, yeah, he's been in some good stuff. He was yeah. the villain in uh, the first Deadpool. Yes. He was so the him, villain in Alita. Alan Ford, who was in the new no, Halloween no movie. Who played... Mm. Uh, Alan... Um, Alan Ford. He, he, he played Loomis yeah. in, like, the newish Halloween uh, movie. The newest he, one. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. But dude, it's like it's one of those. Movies. No, keep listening, Eric. I would love you to just list the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. cast. Who else is in it, dude? Who else? Say everybody that matters. I want. I want to know no, the no, entire no. cast. So, sorry, long-winded point that I'm making here, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were about to. I feel like I feel like we were just about to play the the, the, the movie game. The writer next. Yeah, we're yeah. about to play the movie game. Let's connect this actor with this actor through all these different movies. <laughs> 
we're gonna play Kevin Bacon. That's what we're gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, my, the point I'm trying to make is like. That movie, The Sweeney's, from 2012, and there's, like, all these actors and actresses in it that have kind of, like, gone off and done other movies and have kind of made real names for themselves. Mm -hmm. And Predators is a movie kind of similar of that, where it's, like, this stacked cast with, like, all these people in it. And at the time, it was, like, Mahershala Ali is in this movie, dude. Yeah, you that know? was a surprising one. I did not remember him at all in that yeah. movie. Yeah, now he's huge. Oscar-winning actor. And it's like, it's so yeah. cool sometimes to go back and watch these, like, I don't even want to say older movies, but this movie's 11 years old. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you go back, you're like, oh my God, this dude's in this movie? And you're like, because you remember his, like, career that he had after this movie or whatever, so... It's well, okay. Short. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> so, no. So it's it's funny that you bring up um, that you bring up predators. Actually, did I bring it up? Because you of the whiskey. The whiskey, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know, predators is like a forgotten movie, and you know, I'm always trying to think of like a topic that we can discuss at the top of the show, and my thing was, you know, what's a movie that, you know, I was thinking maybe what's a movie that critics like didn't really care for, but that that you love. And then I decided to reach out to my buddy Drew because he listens to the show. And you guys know Drew. Yep. Hey, Drew. And, What's up, Drew? And uh, I messaged him, and he sent a, you know, a reply back. I, well, I asked him, like, hey, what, like, what would topic that you would want to listen to? And he gave me two. One's a joke answer, which I'll share, which is terrible. But um, he, he said, yeah, what's, like, a forgotten movie that, you know, people don't really talk about but something that you really like and that you think, you know, people should maybe revisit and stuff. Um, and then, and then his other, he, this was a joke, but his other topic was favorite, favorite, uh, dog death scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. He was like, JK, I'm, I'm kidding on that last one. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> I, answering. Like, I mean, I'd have but, to uh, go old yeller and then oh. I'd have to go <laughs> fluke probably. And then probably the dog, the dog from I Am Legend, probably that one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Bro, that's a tough one. But that's then the I Am Legend one is tough. But then honestly, like, I legit cried in that one. Honestly, I would even if we're going away from movies and shows, I would say you know the dog from Ted Lasso season two episode one. I'm just saying, like. How dare you fucking drop that shit on me, dude? I haven't even watched the show. Now I'm gonna <laughs> avoid that episode. You literally have no idea what I'm talking about, which is even better. No, yeah. I know, but now I know a dog dies. Yeah. yeah, but you have no idea what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about the dog dying in the beginning of uh, House of Oh, Cars? God, I can't believe we're actually making this. <laughs> hey, he asked for it. He asked for yeah. it. Yeah, we're giving it to you, Drew. Shout out to Drew. <laughs> Yo, but the thing is, like, you know, you know, you, you watch lots of people get killed in movies. You know, when it's a dog, though, you just, oh, it's it's yeah. very, it's, it's, it's so sad. Humans it are is. so interesting. We care I think the saddest, animals. you know, the saddest, though, dog scene ever, you know, it's it's not even a death, though, is like at the end of Homeward Bound when uh. Shadow's limping his way back to, um, what's, it, what's his, what's his, the, Peter. the owner's name? Peter? Peter. Peter, right. Peter. Peter. Oh, my God. As a kid, that killed me. Oh, yeah. Just, He's just hobbling back. Well, and I had, you know, gold, growing up, I had golden retrievers, so it was even, like, t awful to me. Same. So, like, I have my dog next to me who's a golden retriever thinking that she could talk to me. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so forgotten movies. Um, we'll we'll kind of drift you know, away from there. Forgotten but, movies, if you want to go into it, I, I was going to bring one up as, as something that I watched recently. Um, yeah, go for it. A movie that I watched recently was Mall Rats. Mm. Now I don't know if you guys 99? have seen it, but in that movie, yeah, it's it. it's, yeah. it's ninety five. Uh, Shannon Doherty, James, Jeremy London, Jason Lee, uh, Ben Affleck, Joey Lord Adams, Renee Humphrey, Jason Mewes, Ethan Supley, Stan Lee's in that. I'm basically just going to keep reading the cast. Michael Rooker is in this one. Um, <laughs> we've also got a Walter Flanagan who plays a fanboy. Probably the first movie. <laughs> Brian Johnson, you? who's also from. <laughs> Sorry. No, but honestly, I did. Uh, I did watch that recently. Um, just one oh, of those ones. I have not seen that in a while. That's what I mean. I haven't seen it in forever. I saw it on. How did, uh, how did it hold up? Yeah. How did how did a Kevin Smith film hold up? It's still very funny. 
Um, but there are things that just wouldn't fly anymore. I mean, specifically, oh, one of them being uh, Ben Affleck having sex with like a, a 15-year-old girl or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's a video of it, and it's broadcasted to the entire mall. So, you know, maybe that oh, probably... Oh, that's right. That probably that would not do well anymore. Can't um, that today. But, no. I mean, but honestly, though, it's just it's funny, though, because you could see... You can see how all of those people are basically still the same, and I don't mean that in the bad way. Like they, that just means that they play those characters so well. Um, yeah, and yeah. Ben Affleck's still with J Lo. Yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> That's a funny movie. Well, funny you mentioned Mallrats. I think they just started filming Clerks yeah. Three. Yeah, they are yeah. doing that, right? Yeah. 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 I I I think I said it what last week, uh, Zabita, or the week before. Um, the new He-Man show on Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of okay. I've heard amazing <laughs> things about it. Yeah, I mean it's it's very Saturday morning cartoons. Right. Like, oh wait, that because that's Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. You, you said. Okay. Yeah, it's very Saturday morning cartoons, which is like nice. Um. But I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I haven't watched like that level of cartoons, but it was like good enough, I guess. I'm just like spoiled with all these like DC animated movies Whoa. that are yeah yeah you love to go in on those. And, you know, I've heard, I mean from 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 what I've heard about that show, people love it. I mean the the general consensus that I've heard about um, that is that it's so true to the original that anyone who loved and watched the original would like oh, that's go good. nuts over it yeah oh see i didn't watch the original yeah so yeah maybe that's my fucking problem i'm inexperienced <laughs> could be could be how about you Zabita? you watch anything um well so yeah a couple of things i was gonna bring up uh you know forgotten movies i i really you know no one talks about john carter at all dude man. i was just gonna say john carter yeah like because, you know, when that movie came out in 2012, you know, box office bomb. Uh, I loved it, though. Like, I think the movie's great. When the movie ended, um, I absolutely just loved the ending. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want more right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, just, I won't spoil the ending, but I think just what they do and, like, how it kind of happens, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is just the coolest thing ever. And. That's like the one movie I've been wanting a sequel to for so long, but it's just probably yeah. Way never going to happen. Way too far uh, out. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, unless there's like some cult, you know, cult following that comes up behind it. But I don't think anyone's talking about that movie at all. I I will. <laughs> never, I try to promote it when I can. I'll never forget when I watched that movie for the first time. I think you told me to watch it or suggested it or whatever. Probably. I, and t- like, I tell everyone to watch it. Yeah, I know you do. And I was like, John Carter for Disney? I'm like, all right, fine. And then he, like, like, this movie's, like, ten years old. Then he, like, falls into a grave and time travels or some shit or travels to <laughs> Mars and all this crap. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm so in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing on Mars? We're fighting a war. Okay, I'm yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm, at, I'm in it. You know what? Um... <laughs> So I did like a search of like movies from I just did like a generic search like 2010 movies because it's like in the realm of predators and another fun movie that came out back then that I mean I guess you could say was almost like ahead of its time in terms of like making fun of itself or making fun of this genre mm-hmm. uh, is red <clears throat> like yeah. Is that the one with uh, would, like with with Bruce, like the huge cast? Bruce, yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, oh, read the cast. Please read. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me read the cast list. It's uh, it's Bruce Willis, Helen Mirren, Mary Louise Parker, John Malkovich, Morgan Freeman, Carl Urban, Brian Cox. <laughs> that is actually a pretty stacked cast. Richard Dreyfuss is in it. I I think I've only seen that once when that movie came out. I it have is- not seen it again. Because I just remember so being ridiculous. like, I just remember it being very mediocre. No, like it's just like if you watch it now in the context of like how like F nine is like the the absurd mm, yeah, action yeah. It movies was pretty like absurd, yeah. this was doing that ten years ago. 
Yo, do you remember? So there's one that was similar to that, but even better. Do you remember From Paris with Love? Yes, I do yes. remember. It had <laughs> it had John Travolta and Jonathan Rhys Myers, mm-hmm. and like John Travolta just was like, a skinhead. <laughs> yeah, That's he's just right. a bald guy who's just like, you know, it's. I think Jonathan Rhys Myers is like, you know, he's kind of like a straight uh, laced spy. You know, fo- follow the rules. Like, yeah, f- follow the the. Um, What's the follow, saying I'm trying to say? Follow, follow the, the book leader. by the rules? Follow the follow the, follow the rule. No, whatever. Follow you know the, what I'm talking about. He follows the rules. Follow the rules to the letter. But yeah, and then you have you have John Travolta's character who just who, you know, doesn't do anything by the book and you it's know, like he's swordfish. Just, he's just batshit crazy. Like but that movie is so much fun. Like it is it is a lot of fun. That reminds me of uh remember this older movie called Breach? The guy from mm. Cruel Intentions. And yeah, with Ryan Phillippe's in it. Ryan I never see it. Yeah, I never saw it. Is it, that the one with Anthony Hopkins? No, no, no. It's the um, it's like that other guy that always plays like an FBI agent. Uh, Henry Cattell. Honestly, that might be it. Ray Liotta. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling shit out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, I haven't. Billy, that was like mid two thousands. Chris Cooper. Oh yeah, Chris Cooper. He's he does play a lot of FBI agents. You know, yeah. the the famous FBI role. Famous FBI role. Yeah. Just like John Voight and like, you know, John Voight always guys. does. Yeah. Always plays an agent. You know. Oh man, I miss him. I think John Voight. I loved him in uh, Enemy at the No. Enemy of the State. Enemy of the Enemy State. Of he the was the state. bad guy. Yeah. Badass, yeah. Dude. That was a great movie. Will oh, Smith when he was still making good movies. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's been he's been pretty hit or miss. He has a movie that just came out or is coming out, uh, where he plays the father of the uh, Venus and King, Serena Williams. King right? Richard, yeah, that comes out in November, I think. Yeah. I bet's okay. a reason to crush that. I, I, you oh, know, I, I feel really like that's a movie. Yeah, I feel like that's a movie he's gonna nail. I honestly, to, right? Like it's that's like when one... he plays Ali or other iconic roles, like he fucking kills it. But yeah, Zabita, when he that's... plays these bullshit roles, he doesn't do great. Mm, well, I mean, not necessarily. He was one of the best parts of Suicide Squad, the first one. He was incredible. Yeah, that's true. He was incredible in that. But I mean, that's you know, he wasn't like a main character in that. He was one of the side characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. kinda. I like uh, Idris better. <laughs> yeah, well, Idris is great. But yeah. Um, what was yeah, I just going to say? I can't remember. What oh, are we, what I was, we real quick, I was just going to say, Zabita, that's one of those movies I don't want to watch the trailer for. I just want to go see it. What? Oh, King Richard? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I usually don't watch trailers, but I was intrigued and I watched probably like a minute 30. I'm like, all right, I don't need to watch anymore. Okay. So why is a trailer longer than ninety seconds though? I, I mean, know, like, I don't know. There's like three minute trailers now. It's like just, just, like, just give us the whole scene then. Just give yeah, us the whole. Just movie. give me the opening five minutes. <laughs> like, like that's honestly that's what they should do with movies now. Give me the opening five minutes, and uh, don't give Let's me. See anything. if they hook you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but speaking of like older movies, I think Evan. I don't know if you were talking about, it, but. Uh, we were talking about the mummy the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Were you here, Evan, movie. when we talked about it, or no? I don't remember. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe it was just Eric and I. But, it might have been Matt. Um, it might have been the other Matt. No, Matt wasn't on the show recently. Okay. We have not had him on yet. Yeah. No, but um. So I watched the mummy because I bought it in 4K. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, you know. Oh, we were talking about um. Remember, we were talking about movies that we used to watch. Like a lot oh, as a kid, on television. Like, that television. Would be up on television, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a movie I watched like a million times. You know, when I was a kid, The Mummy, Brendan Fraser, uh, um, Rachel Weisz, and John Hanna, and such, and <laughs> wait, just watch all the wait, time. Who else? who else is in that movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, I think those are the only three people I can actually name. Um, who played the Mummy? Who who was that guy? Uh, is that I Billy Zane? His, I don't remember his name. It's like Vaslo. He looks like Billy Zane, but it's not. Oh, that's it's right. Billy Zane, right. He's the yeah. he's the one who was the villain in uh, Twenty Four. I think he's season five of Twenty Four. 
Maybe uh, I don't know. It's like that. It's like it's like Vaslu or Vaslo or something like that. God bless I can't you. his name, but but um, yeah. I was like, I was wondering if the movie was gonna hold up because it's honestly been like you know maybe like 10, 15 years since I've seen it. Um, you know, as a kid, I just loved it, watched it all the time, and uh, I I think it holds up really well. Mm-hmm. You know, it is still a super fun like action adventure movie. And, you know, we talk like we haven't really talked about Jungle Cruise too much yet, but like this is like what Jungle Cruise just, you know, needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. phenomenal chemistry between uh, Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. Like they're just so much fun together. Um, they look like they're having just a ton of fun in this movie. Uh, you know, Brendan Fraser has funny lines when he does something, you know, and actually like he does like. The action sequences are really, like, well done. Like, there's, like, a like they do a lot of, like, long shots. It's not like mm-hmm. a, where movies where, you know, they cut all, like, these, you know, they have all these crazy edits in, like, an action sequence. But, like, this is one scene with Brendan Fraser just, like, popping off on, like, these, like, mummies and stuff. And it's, like, one long take. And he's, like, doing, like, these crazy kind of flips or whatever. I'm, like, damn, all right. Get it, Brendan. Well, when they're um, trying to get to the city in the beginning, like the lost city, and they're like racing through the desert, yeah, and they do all those long shots, wide shots, yeah, shots, like it's so good, dude. Like, no, it's great. Yeah, no, it's it's super, it's it's super fun. And uh, the one thing that, like, as an adult, I'm realizing now because you know I look at movies a lot closer than I used to. Like, how the mummy works himself doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, like... What do you mean? You know, so, like, you know, for, like, villains or, like, you know, say, like, Michael Myers or Jason, you know, for Friday the 13th. Like, there's a set of rules that come with him, you know. They don't run. Okay. They just walk. You know, something like that. Right. Like, the rules right, that right, right. come with the, the mummy just don't make sense. Like... For instance, you know, a big thing is, like, he wants these sarcophagus jars that has his, like, organs in it. But they don't, like, he wants them, but then at one point, like, they don't matter. They don't, like, there's nothing to them. So there's there's kind of, like, things like that where it's, like, that doesn't really make any sense. You forgive it. Forgive it. It's, like, whatever. But, like, you know, as an adult watching it now, that's something I'm realizing. But Right. So... Yeah, it's it's great, and Stephen Summer directed this movie. I don't think he's done too much lately, but he's also directed one of my favorite ninety movies of all time, Deep Rising. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that movie. Why have I like? I feel like Ugh. I've seen it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta see the cover. Yeah, Deep Rising. I see the cover. <laughs> it, you know, you know. What it I is mean. phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. But it's pretty much you know, there's this cruise ship, this like sea monster attacks it. But at the same time, there's this, like, group of mercenaries trying to rob it, but they don't know what they're getting themselves into. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. But anyways. But, yeah. So, uh, honestly, like, that's all I've been really watching this week besides, like, some TV stuff, which I'm probably not going to talk about now. But um, it was really good to, you know, revisit The Mummy this past week. I think we need we need more, you know, it was good seeing lots of practical sets you know, yes, instead of Jungle dude. Cruise, where it's just fully CGI. Have you, have either of you seen Jungle Cruise yet or no? Honestly, I, I haven't because you were not impressed by it. And I, like, I have a problem where Disney just, like, are using some of the actors and actresses that they have on contract. And they're like, all right, this is the movie you're doing. And when you said to me, like, that you felt that The Rock was almost miscast for this role. Not almost, he was. Like, okay, so he was. I was being nice. <laughs> um, I just, like, I have no desire to watch. He sucked. Yeah, I know. And, like, I don't want to watch Dwayne Johnson no, suck. No, actually, I lied. He actually was pretty good. Well, whatever. But, like. He was I, just miscast. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't want to watch that, you know? Like, so I'm yeah, good. I you. And, like. Disney does this because they have people on contract and it's like they just attached they attach big names to unsure properties to draw a crowd right and Mm. I'm sure Jungle Cruise did better in its opening weekend than Suicide Squad which blows my fucking mind 
you know, because this movie was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm going to look yeah. it up right now. The box office? I think Suicide Squad's <laughs> box office was $25 million, which people should be fucking ashamed of themselves. No, last weekend Suicide yeah. Squad won by by $11 million. Yeah, but what Jungle Cruise Jungle came out Cruise... like two weeks ago. Yeah, but what did Jungle Cruise get opening weekend? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I need an apple to apples. Yeah. yeah, you dummy. Scraps of scraps. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot what we used to call them. <laughs> scraps to scraps. Wow, I forgot scraps about that. Damn, that's an old... Okay. Well, I mean, just looking at it right now, Jungle Cruise total gross is 121 right regardless of when it came out 121 mm-hmm. and suicide squad which just came out their total is i believe 73 71 million so they're like right there man but we're not answering the question is what was the box office opening oh for suicide squad or for jungle uh Force? 30 million from disney plus on its opening weekend and 65.3 million domestically. So it had a 63 it had a big opening then. 65 million dollar opening. So it's tough is, you know, I feel bad because I gave my money in theaters towards Jungle Cruise and I watched Suicide Squad uh, at home. Suicide right? at home. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, just because of scheduling, it was just it just to me it was easier to watch it at home. Yeah. And they just so. released an article today on like every fucking news website that says 26 and a half million for Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, either way, like you that's know. crazy. So are we so, talking about Suicide Squad yet, or you guys want to talk about no, 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 the I'm other just, things I'm, you've been watching? I, I, I'm, I'm down. Let's fluff, jump in. Fluffing it. I mean, I'm down to talk. I mean, you know. Well, actually, we're almost halfway through the show, so um, let's jump in. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been watching much. I think um, two, you know, two shows. I've been watching uh, the White Lotus and Bad Batch Star Wars. Both of them are ending this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not I'm, we're not gonna have a show next week because I'll be away on vacation. But after that, I'm gonna definitely talk about those two shows. <clears throat> so but, just quick question about White Lotus, and then we can move on. Or Evan, you could talk about what uh, you're watching. But um, I've, I have HBO Max. I've seen it on there, and I'm 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 not sure kind of what it's about, and like if I should watch it. So give give, me your, give him the elevator pitch. Yeah, give me the thirty seconds. Um, I mean, honestly, it's like I think I said this like a couple weeks ago, but it's honestly not really about anything. If anything, it's about the, um, the 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 you know the upper class to like comparing themselves to like the lower class because you have, you know, they're in Hawaii. There's this really high end resort where all these rich people are. And then you have the workers who, you know, barely make any money. So there's, you know, there's a lot of these main characters that are rich and a lot of these main characters that are poor. And in different ways, they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of like see the kind of contrast between them. Um, so, you know, it's really fascinating. You see like this one um these honeymooners like they have this interaction with the the main manager which is hysterical it is really funny and then you have this family that brings like uh their daughter's friend along and you just see how fucking crazy they are um and then there's there's just a lot of madness that happens so it's uh the first three episodes you know there's a lot of like um setup to the story and right. now the like there's only six episodes like it's just a it's a limited series so these last two episodes have been i just watched the the most recent episode like just before this and it was phenomenal it was really good um are these hour-long episodes they're hour-long episodes okay. yeah so it's there was the setup which was really good and now things you know now that it's getting at the end of the show things are paying off and it's it's awesome it's really good so we're we're super pumped for the finale uh, this weekend. 
So, hey, I'm going to be gone for a bit. Six episodes. It's definitely an easy show to catch up on. I'd love to talk to someone about it in a couple it's, of weeks. But It's only six hours of my life. I could easily wait yeah. for that. Well, it's written, <laughs> it's written and directed by um, Mike White. Uh, do you guys know who Mike White is? Not by name. Do you know Professor Schneebly from oh, wow. uh, Old School? Him? No, I yeah. don't remember that at all. You def- it, so you definitely you yeah, definitely know he, us. Wasn't he on Survivor? He was. He was on a this season is the of Survivor. Only reason why Zabita knows him? <laughs> no. So you want to know what's funny? I <laughs> I I started. I actually didn't. Uh, I didn't know that he was the one that wrote and he. So he wrote this series and he directed it as well. Um, and I, I knew the name, like I, like I knew, you know, in the credits I would see Mike White, but I didn't, I never put two and two together. And I finally looked up the IMDb, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Mike White. Um, so he's he's written like you know a lot of stuff. Uh, like he, most recently he did like Pitch Perfect three. Unfortunately, he was part of the Emoji movie. Um, but you know he did the one and only Ivan on Disney Plus, but. Uh, he also did Nacho Libre. I mean, I love Nacho Libre. I love Jack Black. But this is this is by far his best work. Like it's yeah. it's really good. Yeah, and I think what I like about the show the most is the the music. Uh, man, I didn't want to talk about it until it ended. But what's cool is the music. It so like much for an elevator pitch. It's just always, <laughs> yeah. It's just you know. Well, the music is just like it's always like going and going it's just like it never stops so it keeps moving the story along Mm -hmm. and it kind of just like it keeps you like it keeps you invested and uh it's it's great it sets the tone essentially yeah 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 so i I think you should you know try to catch up i think once you like now that all episodes are out besides the finale i think once you start you're just gonna keep watching so yeah fair enough Yep. Fair so that's, yeah, that's the Lotus. But the only other thing I've been watching is Ted Lasso as it comes out. I'm yes, obsessed. I'm obsessed with the show. Uh, when that, yeah, when that ends, um, we'll definitely have a full conversation about Ted Lasso. Yeah, this last episode was really good. It was so I got good. choked up at one part. I'm like, I've gotten oh, choked God. up in like almost every episode. Yeah, at some point. God damn it! I really got to start watching this show. Yo, yeah, we fucking told you a million times. Yo, I told I told all of you guys in the group chat. I was like, watch the show, and every, it took y'all like weeks to start watching it. it and then took this, y'all the that's because I didn't. As soon oh. as you started watching, I got. I remember getting the text messages flooding in, like, bro, oh my god, this is the best fucking show I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, Apple TV Plus wasn't subscribed, so it took took a bit for yeah. it. Yeah, so. all good. All good. All right. Well, anything else? Otherwise, we can get into. Um, Let's do it. We can get in Suicide Squad if you guys want to do that. That's going to be our main topic today. Let's do it. All right. Well, you know, I think from this point on, uh, we're just it's going to be spoilers for Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. So just you know, be warned if you haven't seen it. But yeah, Suicide Squad. You know, written directed by the man himself, James Gunn. Wasn't sure if he could do it again, but damn, he did it. Knocked it out of the park. It was so good. Yeah. I was was pretty hesitant, you know. I was really worried that this was just going to be, like, him kind of rehashing Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, And a little bit, like, a little bit it was, you know, it's kind of the same thing. A group of misfits kind of coming together. Yeah. Um, But... I never felt like – I never thought it was the same. You know, I feel like I'm just watching a completely different movie, which I thought mm-hmm. he, he really nailed. Um, and, yeah, from, like, beginning to end, this movie was dope. It was dope. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, it basically um, did – it basically did what the other Suicide Squad failed to do, and that was make you care about the characters. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's- that's like yeah front and center like you like you care about these characters you kind of like uh, like for some of them you understand them maybe a little more than others right mm-hmm. i mean they give you a really good base for all of them yeah um 
this might make sense, but might not to some people, but I remember all the characters' names. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll watch movies and, like, oh, what the fuck was their name? Like, but, like, in this movie, like, I remember all their names, you know? And I remember all their stories. Yeah. And for an action movie like this, that's kind of, like, not always the case. Right. I want to, I do want to say real quick, a quick little disclaimer, though. Um, I have heard from multiple people that the version of the first Suicide Squad that David Ayer made is not the version that was released. Correct. Um, uh, I've heard that too, yeah. So, you know, I, it's almost an unfair assessment for to, you know, to compare uh, the first and second one because of uh, creative differences between the studios and whatnot. So I need it. I would I love <laughs> I would love to see the Ayer cut because I feel like, you know, I, I, there's so much stuff in that movie that they didn't even bother to show or like I, I don't know. It there felt was like just, a bad video game. It did. It felt like a video game, but also it, it felt like um, it felt like a music video more so than anything. Yeah, that's fair. It looks I don't remember like a anything. Music video. I, I've not yeah. seen it since the theater, so I can barely. You're, I can barely remember it. Your it's life not, is better for it. Yeah, it's just they they, they really. They really messed up the cut of that movie. So, just to just a mm-hmm. disclaimer, not to compare the first and second one because it's an unfair unfair assessment. Even no, even, I, even James Gunn has said that. Yeah, and then also I, I but that being said, I mean they kind of acknowledge that this is a sequel to right. that first one though. Yeah, yeah. So totally. they kind of keep it almost. I mean, no one knows what the fuck is canon and not with Warner Brothers anymore, but yeah. they keep it kind of canon, you know. So. Um, I'm glad, I'm kind of glad there was less uh you know I think Viola Davis is like amazing uh mm-hmm. amazing actress but I'm I'm really glad there was less of her character in this movie and yeah. they kind of focused more on the story of of them cuz I feel like if I remember anything from Suicide Squad she was in the other one way too much She was um, in it a good amount but they kind of like like it for the first movie they had to like I think tell a certain type of story yeah and Viola Davis is like a huge name you know like yeah mm-hmm. you got Will Smith and Margot Robbie but like she might be one of the I most mean, talented actress in the face of the earth like period right. oh 100% yeah so right. I but understand at the this, same time yeah go ahead they don't need her to carry this movie right you know like they got like four other people that are big named and right. can do just fine you right. know so i think that was the i think that was the problem with the first one my 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 guess would to be like they wanted to feature her more because of how big her name was yep. and she was just coming off of her oscar win from fences exactly so like you know it was a big deal to have the os like the the, the top actress in the game mm-hmm playing a, a character in a movie like that and I think that they probably just wanted to make her more of the focus when she didn't need to be yeah, yeah it's possible but, but also like like not even shitting on her performance like she is she's a great perfect wall oh she's amazing like, yeah like, she's like, she's pretty terrifying in this movie a, a couple crazy. times I'm like, I'm like oh nuts. shit this yeah. bitch is nuts she's just how she like just how she threatens uh, Bloodsport and, like, his daughter and all this shit. And, like, even the people that work for her, they're like, yo, are you, uh, are you, are you going to really do that? Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's like, I'll cold, do whatever I have to do. Like, cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Yeah. When, when like he, can, when Idris is, when Bloodsport comes up with the pen and goes right to her neck, it was, and she just doesn't flinch whatsoever. It's no like, flinch. it's like when Matt Barnes tried to throw the ball in Kobe's face and Kobe just stood there yes. looking at him. It was like that same moment. <laughs> It's like, this is amazing. <laughs> Literally thinking of that. Right? It was amazing. Oh, That's my awesome. God. Um, so, wait. Um, let's, like, back up a bit just real quick because I want to get, like, both of your opinions about this. And, Z, you and I have talked about, like, um, and, Evan, I think you were you were on that episode where we talked about, like, where I mentioned the opening of movies as being, like, this thing where it's, like, it brings you in, you know, like, and yeah. gets you excited for the rest of the film. The opening of this movie opens up with, um, what the hell is his name? Michael Rooker. Rooker. My, Michael speaking Rooker. Speaking of ro- mall rats. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then also speaking of James Gunn, who puts Michael Rooker in all of this shit. Um, 
Yeah. It opens up with like him and then this like kind of what we, you know, how they're showing it is like the Suicide Squad that has Pete Davidson on it. And actually, I just fucking realized this. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion is TDK. (laughs) So, (laughs) so like they open this movie up with this like group of Suicide Squad or whatever the fuck it is. And they all like die and get ambushed. And yeah. You know, I was not I, expecting that. I, I was not expecting this opening, and then it like cuts to the A team of the Suicide Squad, if you will, and then that's the people that we follow. Um, but like, what did you guys think about that opening? Did it like pull you out, pull you in? Did you like well, it? Well, like, I'll like, tell you. I mean, it, it's interesting you you bring that up because I thought I was under the impression that you know uh, more of those guys were going to have bigger roles right especially yeah. when you introduce them with Rick Flag and uh you know Harley Quinn Harley I was Quinn. like oh yeah. wow okay so this is i wonder how the rest of the of the squad is introduced since this is they very brought clearly Jai the main Courtney squad back. Yeah. right yeah Jai Courtney and, uh, killed him right. in 3 and, minutes <laughs> yeah but that's what I mean, though. Like, it's very surprising when you're like, oh, shit, okay, they're they're really doing this right now. And then, like, yeah. when that happened and they killed Captain Boomer, I was like, yo, okay, no one's safe then. Yeah, no yeah one's good. Safe he then. doesn't deserve to be in the movie. I'll tell you what, oh, though, that's the, best, that's the best acting that that guy has done, in my opinion. No, it's very true. <laughs> his, character, his, his character as Captain Boomerang, even in the original cut, uh, the original Suicide Squad, he's, yeah, he's very so good, yeah. good as that character. Well, do you remember when I think it was even around the time when Suicide Squad came out? I was like, so I was so mad because someone really wanted to make him famous. Like yeah. they were putting him into all these movies. I'm like Terminator. It was like uh, oh, Terminator, the new Die Hard. The they die came out with Die Hard movie. movie. Yep. I'm like, this guy's just like not a great actor. And then Evan, I'm pretty sure you saw him in a costume store one yes, time. Yes, I did. Yes, right? I did. Because yep. you texted me like, "Yo, Jack Courtney's here," and I told you, I'm like. Tell him he sucks. <laughs> Tell him he sucks. He's like a more jacked version of like Sam Worthington. Yeah. Well, like, I, I was excited for his career because I was a big fan of him in Spartacus, the yeah. TV show. He was, he in was the first, great. Yeah. He, he was season. so good in the first season. Yeah. But then they just he was just going downhill in movies. I'm like, why is this guy like not doing so yeah. well? And he, yeah, luckily he was actually really good in this. But. A bad manager. Could be. It's possible. But um uh but yeah, I mean the the beginning scene for me I absolutely loved, you know, shocked by it. You know, some of those the death scenes were pretty dope. I mean I was shocked when, you know, Pete Davidson just got his head freaking face blown in. I'm like, Oh god. Yeah. Amazing. Um the yo, what I thought was hysterical was the um uh, was, what did TDK to stand uh, stand for again? Detachable kid. Or, uh, the detachable the de- oh, detachable kid. kid. Yeah, and when seeing his arms come off and just like slapping people, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, laughing so hard that? at that dude. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. I laughed so yeah. hard when he's standing there and is like, like his arms pop off like yeah. Lego arms. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on Dude, right now. when they're when they're like killing everyone and they're just shooting his arms and he's on the ground yeah. like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh my god yeah that was hysterical um, yeah. yeah and then you i was hoping like I, I was a little disappointed i wanted to see michael rooker do something because i thought he was going to do something and then he was just scared shitless but then you saw um, yeah he was a pussy dude you just saw his head get blown there's in the rings. always 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 no, no matter how many times they do a suicide squad movie there's always going to be one person who gets their head blown off no matter what yep. mm-hmm. that's how that's how it goes because they have to show the audience that they that those things really do exist and they do work yeah yeah exactly. that's what happened with the first one it was the uh slipknot yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah so the opening was like, it gr- definitely grabbed me in, or, or like drew me in. And then the I I have to say this like the standout for this movie for me, um, it is 
it's probably the girl who plays um, Ratcatcher Two. Ratcatcher Two. I loved but, her. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a very uh, close second was John Cena, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he like, was great in this. He was. This is another like bad casting in F Nine, but like for this role, he was just perfect. Like, yeah. I fucking hated him at like one point in the movie on like. Yeah. We already said spoilers. Like when he kills Rick Flag, yeah, I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. get it together. Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, but well, like, that's the thing. Like I, he's, you know, comedically, he was so good in this movie. So good. To me, the funniest thing is just when you know they wake up because King Shark was gonna eat Ratcatcher too. <laughs> And then they're all just standing there, you know, clothed up. And then there's John Cena just in his tidy whiteies. <laughs> hey, that's racist. Old jout. <laughs> but, yeah. um... Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did say that. But then, so he plays his comedic character. But then, you know, at the very end, he becomes this, like, menacing, terrifying yep. type guy. And, you know, that's what he just didn't do well in... F9. Um, in F nine, I, I actually don't think it's his fault in F nine. I said this before; he was just miscast in F nine, and I just yeah. don't think it. He well, was right bad, for that role. It's bad writing for F nine, right? Like he's acting what is given yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in this movie, you have James Gunn writing a character that has way more depth yeah. than a sad younger brother of Dom. And oh, I have to prove myself. That's like, true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like I yeah. don't blame him. I just like. But it, it's just it's very nice being able to you know, having two roles where. Uh, I was I I thought he couldn't really do menacing, but then now I see this, I'm like, no, he fucking can. Oh yeah, can and be, a show is getting yeah. is coming out of this, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm excited. Already, for that. It's yeah. already filmed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's already done. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. He was great. Uh, I I also loved Polka Dot Man. I mean. Oh yeah. That actor. What's his Man. name? D- Damien. I can't, he's got a crazy last name. Uh, yeah. This yeah. guy's in. You know. So many movies, and he never has Dark Knight, Prisoners. David DeCastro. He's the proof of a multiverse. What was that, Evan? It's David uh, Dastmalsian. Yeah. Yeah, this guy was awesome, and he was – I loved Polka Dot Man. Yeah. The, every, the, thing, the stuff they do with his mother, oh, my God. Hilarious. Hilarious. So funny, so funny. I will, I will say though, in my opinion, the per- the thing that stole the show is Sebastian the Rat. Yeah, Sebastian Yo, the Rat. The Rat. Oh dude. yeah, yeah, the Rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's just waves. Is that like... right? Waving to me, dude. Idris Elba's phobia with rats. Oh, in this movie it was amazing. Is fucking great. It was so funny. It's like yeah. Indiana Jones, and he can't do it with snakes, like. But also, that's like that's another thing. That's great writing. Dude. Yeah, like that's a thread through the whole yeah. movie. He had that... to put a ba- he had to put a baby Groot in there. He had a, he had a yeah. rat instead. Hey, good for you. <laughs> uh, critics critics say that that rat is also the rat that saved the Marvel universe. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, are they? Is that what they're <laughs> saying? I'm good with that. I think I sent you guys that meme. Yeah, today. it was so good. <laughs> um, um, I was gonna say. Um, I loved. I mean, obviously, King Shark was was amazing, right? And and Sylvester Stallone's um, uh, voice. voice of it was was. I didn't realize great. until after I saw the movie, it was it was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Fly. Um, but the one thing that I found really interesting, so Steve G, right? He was one of the uh, the people who were with Amanda Waller, the big guy on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was actually the mocap motion capture for King Shark. Oh, was really? he really? So he was the oh, one that cool. was going around during all of the shooting and playing that character. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's really that's cool awesome. and uh, cost effective. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's he's good. got that's a double that's a double credit for him. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's good awesome, him, dude. Yeah, yo, King well, Shark Sean, was great in this movie. Sean Gunn, James Gunn brother, was Weasel, was Weasel as yeah. well as Prisoner Number Three, Calendar Man. <laughs> he, he, no, no, no. He he um he's supposed to be Cal yeah, Calendar Man. 
That's who he's credited as. I love Calendar it. Man? Yeah. Did they talk about calendars or something in the movie? No, I don't no, remember. no. That's the prisoner. The prisoner that he plays is Calendar Man. Well, I know that, but so he's he's got an actual... Yeah, I'm looking at IMDb. It says Weasels okay. slash Calendar Man. Interesting. Okay. Right. Um, I was really hoping to see more Weasel. Like, I really wanted to see what he was gonna do no, that thing creeped me the fuck out the fact oh that my god i loved it five it. minutes i was good with oh, it god. dude <laughs> he's harmless well he's not harmless he's killed 27 children but <laughs> he's killed 27 children no no fuck him drown in the fucking ocean <laughs> you fucking weasel <laughs> oh, but he doesn't die that's the uh that's the after credit scene because every movie needs an after credit scene today yeah uh, Weasel survives and John Cena survives. Um, let's talk about also uh, Margot Robbie just embodying Harley oh, Quinn so good. perfectly. She's great. She's, great. Um, she's great in this movie. A little bit of the movie uh, got away from me for a couple minutes when she went on this like escapade. I love getting wined that and scene. dined. Like oh oh, oh that's okay. Like like the leading up to it, I was kind of like. Okay, like where are we going? And and I honestly I, I, I love it when movies today like sexualize like these like European men for women. I think it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's so obvious this guy like comes out of a hot tub and yeah. slick back wet hair and he's like six three and it's just like oh and then she ends up shooting him in the fucking chest because she's like, you know, uh you know, in the past, if I've seen red flags, like, you know, I told myself <laughs> that I would just kill them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So good. like, you forget that she's fucking crazy. Right. Um, and then I also like how they did a similar thing in this that they did in Birds of Prey with her in the scene where she goes on this, like, killing spree and, like, all Amazing. the flowers and, Amazing. like, you know, bright colors come up, like... I like how they. I like how James Gunn like brought that into this movie. Yeah, that was that was dope. Yeah. Um, so it, there is some level of continuity, and you almost get a visualization of her craziness. I was gonna say it know? seems like that's what she's seeing while she's doing that stuff. Yes. Or that's what mm. she's feeling while she's doing that stuff. That makes and sense. Yeah. And I buy it. You yeah. Know? Like, no, now that too. it's in two movies, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do it. No, it's great. That whole scene was amazing. I love the the callbacks, and this is something that James Gunn is so good at. He always does callback jokes and callback things, right? So the whole thing with the sphere or the javelin, um, you know, having that, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. seeing her use it over and over throughout the film was so sick. And then it's like, ah, oh, this is why I have it. Yeah, um, loved yep. that whole thing. And and in that scene where the flowers were shooting out and everything, there were some such sick moments when she used that javelin, and she's just like ripping through people it was just so <laughs> fun to watch it was so fun to and watch. she does margot robbie does all of her own stunt work she doesn't have a stunt person oh wow yeah so kudos to her yeah my god um idris elba so good. i'll just drop that out T- tell me guys what do you think of what do you think of blood sport from he here? was okay he was the least interesting character in the movie in my opinion wow I, I like think his gadgets. I think that's what's <laughs> that's what you have to do in a Suicide Squad movie. You have to pick one person who's sort of normal and then center it. Grounded. Yeah. 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 They like, killed Rick I, Flag, right? So you needed another grounded character. Yeah. yeah, like I thought he was great. No, I thought the character was cool, but like out of all the other ones I I just I don't know. I thought he was the least interesting. But you're talking about his like his gear, like I loved how his whole body was like, you know, just had all this gear just like kind of attached to him yeah and then by the end he's like shit i use everything I don't have yeah he's like patting himself down he's almost like uh iron man suit in like Endgame. Yeah. yeah like it's it's this uh nanotech yeah. suit and shit matt what'd you think of his helmet it looked like a xenomorph head that was it sick. was pretty dope it was a right? very dope helmet yeah. yeah 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 it was it was super cool um the uh king shark I thought was, you know, I thought was really fun. Um, and I thought the whole thing with him and, like, the fish at the end, uh, mm-hmm. where he was in, like, the tank just, like, following him around. Oh, yes. And then they escape. And, and like, then they just start <laughs> fighting him. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, no, I hope this isn't the end of King Shark. No, I know. No, no. I was like, oh, they found a weakness. Dude, he's, like, immortal or some shit. Like, he's, like, indestructible. Yeah, they, they shot him, like, a hundred times. 
they had buildings. He got fucked. He, up. he did get shot, but like those things were biting him, and he they left marks on him and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. But um, so but we haven't even talked about um, like Starro yet. You know, this big alien being, yeah. or the story that like kind of Starro yeah. represents, right? Like there was a clear kind of message in this movie, which was very interesting to me. Mm. Um. It was like Starro was this alien thing that crash landed on Earth. They kept him in a tank, and then like the U, like the only reason why they were there is because the U.S. government came into this foreign country and just started doing experiments, and the scientists went crazy and started like capturing like people and controlling them with Starro, um, and then like somehow Starro breaks out because of this coup. Um, and it's like I, I, I kind of like, like the reason why Rick Flag dies is because like he wants to release this information, mm-hmm. and be almost like a whistleblower, mm-hmm. and quote unquote the hypocritical name of Peacemaker is the guy who kills him because Waller wants him to like not let the information out, and like that's their real purpose there, not you know, and it's like yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to jump ahead too much, so like guys go in on that and then I was gonna like, say the very end is crazy. What if what if the whole thing is a metaphor for how the first Suicide Squad movie goes? And David Ayer <laughs> is Rick Flagg and because he wanted to show what the actual what they did to the movie, they made Peacemaker Warner Brothers and they killed him. Where what if that's how it is? <laughs> Where did you listen to this? <laughs> I just thought of this right now. I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> There's a connection. I, I think, I think you're onto something. I think you're fucking onto something. There's a too. connection here. No, I uh, <laughs> I did like that, though. I did like the, the Starro thing. And I, but honestly, I, I think that um, it's very similar to what they were trying to do in the first Suicide Squad. Because in the first Suicide Squad, you remember those monster things at the end that were just like swamp-looking creatures, right? Yeah. Now, actually, I don't even remember what they looked like at all. Right, they were just like these black blob things that were. I'm like, not gonna like, forget the starfish on the face. Though, I can tell you that much. No, like, no, but this is. But wait, wait, but this is the point, though. The point is, is that what I had heard is that Warner Brother didn't want to see the Suicide Squad killing actual people, right? So they had Enchantress do this thing, and it would like you know, enchant these things into monsters and then they would kill the monsters instead. Mm. So it's this, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing, except now you see like that they have to kill these people, right? Cause mm-hmm. they have the star thing on the face. So it's like the same, it's again, it's very similar thing to the first one, but you know what, y- you know, different. what's interesting though. Like, and I agree with you, but they took a solid like moment in the movie, right? With the mad scientist to show you that the people that have this thing on their face are dead, right? Exactly, and they're not there anymore, right? right. So, so they're like, oh, they're zombies, right? You know, so it's okay to kill them by the hundred, almost, right? Exactly, and that's the thing. They yeah, didn't, they didn't make that distinction in the first one, and so instead of making them no. actual people or soldiers or I'm going to call it, they were just. Mm-hmm blobs that they could just mm. aimlessly shoot and kill so that's right the, it's very it's very very similar i think that there, i do think that there's some sort of connection there like deep deep yeah. down because it's no i agree very with similar plot lines um and then also the interesting thing is that starro's whole thing was like this is my land or island right. or whatever. Like this is my, my like, town. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. very specific. This is right? my town or something. Yeah. This is my town or city or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then as he's dying at the end, he like his last words as he like, uh, I guess links up with this guy on the ground. Like as he's dying, he's like, you know, I was perfectly fine in the tank looking up at the stars. You know, and then, like, you know, essentially, like, we released him. So it's this, like, self-reflection, like, story thread about, like, how, like, almost we're our own enemy and we're yeah. our own problem. Yeah. You know, like, like we create our own problems, which is, oh, God, I'm reaching here, but bear with me. It's, like, in Marvel with, like, Tony Stark, like, creates almost three-quarters of the villains... 
right. in the MCU, right? So it's like there's a thread there that is almost common if you really want to look at it, like where Tony Stark rep- represents like the defense industry, corporatism, egoism, like, you know, all this kind of shit. It's like it's the same thing that's brought through in movies where it's like we are our own worst enemy due to our own fear of XYZ. XYZ, right, exactly. Exactly. You know, like, and and that's it. Yeah. You know, and I feel like James Gunn, as though he had this movie that was bloody, like, funny and, and heartfelt and dramatic and stuff, there's this common thread in it that, like, he kept that grounded the movie in and of itself that made the viewer at the end kind of like oh shit like think you know which was not present in the first suicide squad at all you know so and i just thought this was a fun action movie well (sighs) it was gotta dive deep man (laughs) i'm about to dive in Watch out. After hours with Evan. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Cool. Well, um, so we're getting uh, we're getting to the hour here, but um, yeah. Any any final thoughts with uh, Suicide Squad? Honestly, like with me, I don't have much to talk about this movie. I just thought you know, super fun. Yeah. Excited to see more Peacemaker. I hope you know there's another one. Yeah. Um, I the one thing I worry though is James Gunn. I don't want to see him just do a Suicide Squad movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then another Suicide Squad. Like I, I want to see him brand. Like I want to see him come out with like another original. I want to see him do another individual film. Like, yeah, like um, I need. I want to see one. Like I would love to go for him to go back to his horror roots. Like I don't know if you guys seen Slither. The movie's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I great. haven't seen Slither. Oh, dude, it's great. It's gross. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you know, kind of what put him on the map. Like, I just want to see him, like, do something else. So I just hope he doesn't get, like, kind of pigeonholed into these big budget studio movies. But um, anyways, uh, I forget yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah, I don't have much thoughts on Th- Suicide Squad. You know, this was fun. You know, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah. I like that. making me feel like I overthink and overanalyze. No, I mean that's the that. that's the fun that's the fun part of it. No. I I loved it. I loved it. I I kind of mm-hmm. I, I mean you, you're saying you hope that he does more uh, solo films. I I would love to see him take on a specific character and yeah uh, one specific character and build out a oh, story. Yeah. Like you know, I don't know what movie or whatever he 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 could tackle, but I I would love to see him. You know, tackle like a, a Superman story or you know something along those lines, dude. Just because like I feel a like Val Zod movie. Well, I think they're they're already they're already doing Val Zod with, uh, with Michael B. Jordan. So, I, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like um, he's capable of doing more than just ensemble piece movies. Uh, yeah. And I would love yes. to see that. And I would also love to see him do a, another DC movie because I feel like they fucking need him. Yeah, they do. Um, And I'll kind of, you know, I'll add to the hope and wishes, but, like, I agree with you guys. Like, James Gunn is so good at doing ensemble movies where it's, like, to give him a a character or, like, like, the best example I could give is, like, before Iron Man came out, like, no, like, Iron Man wasn't, like, an A-level Marvel character, right? And then, like, John Favreau took it, RDJ took it, and made it what it is. Right. I would like, like, I feel like James Gunn has the ability to do that with any character he wants yep. in any type of story or whatever. Like, he has he has this like ability the same way like who also featured in this movie secretly, uh, Taika Waititi, mm. who like has this ability to like give like depth and character development, humor like darkness like happiness like like pulls on every emotional string but like keeps you totally aware of who the character is throughout the whole story right and like gives you closure in the end and it's like it's good storytelling yeah it's just good storytelling did you see the did you see the guardian that was hidden in the movie no 
How dare you? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, shit. It's it's Mantis. Uh, Palm. Cl- Cl- I, I don't remember her last name, but she's the actress that plays Mantis. Mm-hmm. And like easily to me, I was easily able to spot her. But then the Internet was going crazy because James Gunn said like, oh, yeah, there's a guardian hidden somewhere in the movie. I'm surprised <laughs> no one's talked about it yet. I'm like, she's Fuck fucking she, she was in the um, they went into that like club to go capture the guy. And she was a dancer on stage. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't see it. But um, but no, yeah, I, I don't want him to get stuck in this loop either of like. He's got to go back and do Guardians three, and then you know Warner Brothers is gonna pull him back. And did you see his first superhero movie, Super? Super, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What about Brightburn, dude? No one talks about Brightburn. He uh, he didn't direct that one. He didn't, but he produced it, and it was his brother who directed it and wrote it. So. Uh yeah, he just yeah I thought he wrote it. No, yeah, he just produced it. So, I don't think I don't think his brother directed it, did he? Uh, let me look because I know I'm that, looking that, right now. No, his. A... Oh, I think his brothers. Oh, oh, Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. So maybe, maybe he's got a big family. But good. Anyways, but talk about a Superman movie, Evan. That is a Superman movie. It's true. Yeah, there you go. It's true. All right. Well, any uh, any last thoughts on this one? Nope. No, go and watch it, people. Go to the theater, support. Get this. Yeah. Get another. I kind of wish made. I did see this in theaters, but yeah. with with timing and scheduling, it's I, it wasn't going to work out, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm thankful for. I probably could have made it work, but you know, it's just easy with HBO Max. So. <laughs> did it, wait, Eric or Evan? Did you see it in theaters or no? No, I got myself a brand new 65 inch TV, and I watched it on that. What? Oh, snap. What'd you get? What'd you get? Sony. The new Sony. Nice. Yeah. There you go. I just got got a PS5, and they were like, this is going to be the best TV to optimize your PS5. And I was like, done. You're like buying it. (laughs) I was like, done. Thanks. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. TVs are so cheap today, and they're so good. It's like you don't even feel bad. I know. Getting one anymore. It's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, well enjoy that freaking new TV, dude. Yeah, Thanks, man. The new TV, the PS5. Uh, Living it yeah. up. Yeah. Living the dream, baby. <coughs> but, all right, fellas. Well, yeah. uh, Thanks, everyone. See you in a couple weeks. Yes, thanks yeah, for man, listening, enjoy. everybody. Adios. Thanks,